welcome to this week's episode of UA Overtime. We're glad to have, glad to be gracing your ears. As usual. You. As usual, I'm Quentin Walker. I'm Daquan Gordon. And today we're about to get in, we're about to get into some stuff. Um, I want to start off today's podcast with the Super Bowl recap. Super Bowl Fifty Four. It was a it was a doozy. It was a lovely game, I think personally. It was very interesting. It didn't go the way I expected it to go, but you know what? I enjoyed it all the same. I think you know there there was a few moments in that game where you know things just didn't didn't look right or seem right. Yeah, it didn't play out how you expected it to play out. I will say that. Um, I will say that I think that. Both teams played very well, for sure. Up until the end, mm-hmm. I think I think the Chiefs' defense kind of stepped up at the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, they also their chief, their offense had a few things go their way. Their defense was surprisingly good. That wasn't really the the prediction going yeah. in. That's not what they're known for. So for them to really come out and perform, that says a lot about the team, them, their heart, and and the coaching staff as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, we all the 49ers' defense played. Outstanding is just their offense couldn't get anything going to keep yeah. them off, to keep their defense off the field and ready. Like I said, offense always beats defense, and once again, that kind of that kind of showed us here tonight too. The lack of offense can really destroy you as much as having a a, a bad defense. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, we'll see. I think that they, I think Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs deserved it, but mm-hmm. I feel like these two teams could be in the Super Bowl for the next. Four or five years. Yeah, for sure. Especially if they they, if they stick keep, together. If they keep this level of play up. Yes, for sure. Um. Moving on, staying in the NFL landscape, uh, two early division winners for the NFL. I'm gonna start off giving my first eight. Yeah. Giving my eight. Mm-hmm. And then Daquan's gonna give his eight. Um, yes, I got some scathing hot takes. Let's see. I say starting off with the with the AFC, uh, starting off with the AFC East. Um, I say the Bills won that division. Okay. Reason why I say that is because the Bills were only two games away from winning that division last year. All right. And I think that with if if it's a big if, but if Tom Brady leaves the Patriots, mm. the Patriots could be on a downward spiral. Oh yeah, yes, of course, obviously. Because <laughs> what what do you do without it? You can't. It's not Tom Belichick. Brady. Tom Brady is their identity. It's not. It's not just Belichick. Yeah. It's Belichick and Brady. Yeah. So I think that Brady may, means a whole lot to that team. Yeah. Without Brady, I think that whole organization falls apart. Honestly, yeah, I think he's he's been keeping them together for however how many however many years now. Yeah. Um. For the AFC West, I say that it's the Chiefs' division Chiefs, to lose. Yeah. Um. They. Looked really well, even without Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. for that three-week stretch. Yeah, um, twelve and four last year. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't see a defense in that in that division that can stop them. Yeah, I think they, I think they're gonna have a stronghold on the on that division for at least a few years. The, I feel sure. like the only the only team that might be able to challenge them a little bit could be the Chargers, depending on who they get at quarterback. Yeah, who they sign, yeah. Who they who they draft or sign at that Ooh, quarterback spot. Tom Brady to the Chargers. I've I've heard a lot of rumors about that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the Chargers. I think if the Chiefs don't win it, it's definitely gonna be the Chargers for sure. Maybe. Um, the a- the AFC North. I say it's the Steelers, Ravens. Uh, the Ravens division uh, to lose. Okay. I don't. 
I don't see anyone stopping Lamar Jackson anytime soon. Lamar Jackson's unstoppable. And I don't know if the Steelers are going to be at a playoff or division leading form yet. Form they're not that form yet. They're not that level. With Ben, Roethl- ben, ben Roethlisberger coming yeah. back off an injury and, you know, we don't know. We don't exactly know how Juju Smith can do as a number yeah. one receiver. Yeah. He showed, he showed some good sparks last year. But there was a few times where you're like, eh, I don't know. All right. For the AFC South, I say the Texans the have won it yeah. the last four years, yeah. but haven't made it out of the wild card. Hmm. So you think maybe, maybe perhaps like maybe this is the year that they finally fall off a little bit? I mean, I don't, I don't know that there is a fall off to them. I think Deshaun oh. Watson is playing at an insane okay. level, and he he's can sustain that for for the next upcoming season. Yeah, I think he can. Okay. I think he, I think along with Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes, yeah. He is uh shaping the NFL right now. All right. Um I think the only team that can maybe rival them a little bit is the Titans if Tannehill, you know, stays up to par and, and healthy. Yeah. Um yeah. and if their running game looks like it did last yeah. last year. Uh right. Moving on to the NFC I'd say that uh, for the NFC East, say the Eagles win. Eagles, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you. We don't know what we get from the Cowboys on a week in a week out basis. Yeah, too inconsistent. Yeah. We we saw last year they were really bad against teams over five hundred. Uh-huh. So like I I don't know how that's gonna go. The Giants they just lost their the Cowboys just lost their head coach Jason Garrett yeah. to the Giants offense to be an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um. So we don't. We still. Don't know how their head coach is gonna work For out sure, there. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there's any one team that can really rival them. I don't know that the Cowboys are gonna be good this year without Jason Garrett running yeah. their offense. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, I know, I know, uh, who is it? Kellen Moore. Yeah. Who's their offensive coordinator? I know he's he's a really bright young offensive coordinator, but I don't believe in him. I think it's more of what do you do at the head coaching spot? Like it's still the head coach that determines yeah. who's out on the field. So I don't I don't know how that's gonna go. Right. Um, for the NFC, NFC West, West, 49ers. I say it's the 49ers yeah. division to lose. Um, I think they they have that. There's a couple like the, the thing about the NFC West, the NFC West and the AFC West for me are kind of like identical. Yeah. All the teams in that division in both divisions have chances yeah. of being playoff they teams. Have, they have talent. But it just take the the pieces have to fall in the right spot. Yeah. Um, if you watched either of the games that the Cardinals played against the 49ers last year. The, the Cardinals played them very, very hard. Very and good games. They, you know, even being a young team with a rookie yeah. quarterback, mm-hmm. I think that the, Card- the Cardinals are going to be a better team next year. Now that Kyler Murray has experience, and they yeah. might, they could get some pieces around him. Um, the Rams might reform, re- might return to form next year. Yeah, maybe. Um, what about the Seahawks? The I'm Seahawks. The Seahawks had two chances. Yeah. The Seahawks had two chances to win that division. Yeah. And they let it slip. They let it slip in. Um, I think their time has passed as far as the Seahawks go. I, 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 I don't know. I think they're out of their their prime. I don't know. I don't know that they're out of their prime. I think what I think their defense yeah. on the back end yeah. needs a little bit of help. Yeah. I think their front front seven is still good. Uh-huh. If if they keep Jadavion Clowney, their front seven is going to be shored up for the next two three years. All right. Offensively, Russell Wilson is still an elite quarterback. As much I as mean, as much as people want to put him down and say he's not, but. He's getting older, you know. I, I don't know. I just think that their their window is, is closing faster than people think. That's just what I think personally. 
I mean, I feel like it's more of their coaching staff. Yeah. I feel like their coaching staff's window is closing faster than people think. Yeah, I don't that's think a big part. I don't think their, their player. I think their players are still like they still have that window. Still have it. Um, yeah. moving on to the NFC North. Uh, I say the Packers Packers. don't win this division. Mm. I think the Vikings Vikings, win the the division. Um, The Packers at times last year looked a little shoddy. I think Aaron Rodgers at times looked like he was on his back nine, but also at times looked like he was the Aaron Rodgers of old, throwing 50-yard bombs like it was nothing. But it's still the Aaron Rodgers of old, though. Like, you know, so you you can't expect to get that every night. Exactly. I mean, I think that – Kirk Cousins has proved that he can win big games. Yeah. Um, they proved that they can sustain an offense running the ball with Dalvin Cook, who played outstanding last year. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Rudolph kind of came on down the stretch at the end of the season for them. Mm-hmm. You know, if, as long as they get the ball to Stephon Diggs and he can stop crying on the sidelines, then oh, oh I'd love the tears. Keep crying. <laughs> then Blue I think cry. I think that they'll he'll they'll be good next year. Yeah. Um, the Packers and Bears are the only two teams in that division that are even close to standing up to them. I think yeah. I think the, the Bears are I think I think the, the, yeah. a lot of people are saying I've seen I've seen a lot of things saying that the Bears are gonna get rid of Trubisky or, okay. you know, trade for another or go out for a free agent quarterback yeah. like Andy Dalton or Phillip Rivers. Oh Dalton would be nice. I, I like Dalton. Um but I, I don't I feel like it's too early yeah to give up on Trubisky. Yeah. Because he's shown in the last two years that he is good. That he can do something be a positive. You know, like field. he he took them to the playoffs last year, yeah. last year or two years ago. You know, I think that is it's a yeah. he's a, he is a little up and down, but for a Bears team that has a lot going for them, uh-huh, yeah, he can. I think he can write the ship and make them better. So you think the Bears shouldn't just go all in right now? Yeah, I, I don't think they should get. I don't think they ride, should ride it out. With yeah, okay. I think all they right. should wait until maybe what is this his third? He's going into his third year. Yeah. Year four or five. Yeah, six, I, th- I think I think give him give him a couple more years, see what happens. Yeah. Um, for the NFC yeah. South, the NFC South is a weird division. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of odd things going on there. I can't really. I want to say the Saints, yeah. but we don't know how healthy Drew Brees is yeah, after the torn ligament. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. The playoff games, the wild card game against the Vikings, he looked hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Um. We also don't know. What their qu- what what their quarterback situation is like All if right. if Breeze doesn't play next year or if Breeze yeah. you know isn't a hundred percent next year. All right. I know they have Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, but you know, yeah, you know, him, yeah. who knows? Um, the Panthers are the same situation. We don't Panthers know. Are in a we weird don't place. we don't know what their quarterback situation what is the, like. What are the Panthers doing? Their owner, their both owner and GM have been reluctant to talk about the Cam Newton situation. Ooh. So. We don't know even their head coach, their new brand new head coach from that they just got yeah. from Baylor. We don't know what he thinks about the Cam Newton situation, yeah. so we don't know. Do you know. think they try to move on from him or what? I mean, I don't. I honestly, the Panthers kind of put me in the same mind of the Jets, ooh, where ooh, they need horrible. they need to they need to shore up that offensive line right. if they want Cam to play play well. Okay, because. As much as that offense is on Cam and Christian McCaffrey, it still relies on that offensive line to be good. Yeah. And last year they showed that they were not that no, good. They were not good at all. So and if you get if I understand Cam's a running quarterback. Yeah. But there, Cam shouldn't be getting hit on plays where he should be able to stand in the pocket yeah. and throw, or having being forced to run on plays where he should be should be able to go go and throw the ball. Right. Um, the Falcons kind of turned it up. Yeah. At the end of the year. Yeah. I think 
I, I, I kind of like, like the Falcons a lot. They, they ended the year winning four straight. Four straight, yeah. You know, they mm-hmm. if they keep getting the ball to Julio Jones, you know, Dante Freeman comes back healthy. Yeah. Um, Matt Ryan kind of returned to MVP form a little uh, bit, maybe. Who knows? Uh, um, he's good. Matt Ryan's good. The defense is obviously good. Keanu yeah. Neal's out there playing well. Uh, you know, their linebacking core is really good. Yeah. So, I mean – they have the pieces. It's just it's just a matter of them falling into place and execution happening. All the, right. And the Bucks, I I don't know what to say about the Bucks. Jameis Winston just got eye surgery after throwing thirty interceptions. Yeah. Um. I, eye surgery is pretty nuts. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, the goggles and contacts. I think I think the Bucks are in a weird spot, just as weird as the Panthers are. Yeah. I think they have to figure out what they want to do with Jameis if they want to let him go or yeah. if they want to keep him if they want to keep him as their franchise quarterback. But I don't know. That you want to keep him as your franchise quarterback if he's going to lead the league in interception. Yeah, because it's like how how far can he really take them? You know, like what's their ceiling with him as their, exactly? Yeah, I think I, should, I think you should just tear it down and just. I don't I don't know what they need to tear it down. I think, I think they do because it's I like think, they're, they're stuck in no man's land. I think they need to. I think they need to pull like a little Warriors type of thing. You uh, know, it's a soft rebuild. Soft rebuild. I think it's like I, I don't think they need a complete rebuild. Yeah. I think they have good pieces. You yeah. know, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, okay. their running back situation is good. Defensively, they're also pretty good. Yeah. But I think it's just, there's a certain there's certain pieces here and there where they need yeah. to fix. Alright, so maybe they'll, there'll be a, a team to watch in free agency. Definitely. I think, yeah. I, think, I think there will be a team to watch in free agency. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as my predictions, I mean, I pretty much agree with most of you, with most of your predictions, basically. Um, AFC East, I got... I think I think Brady stays one more year. I think he's gonna take like a one year, like one year, thirty thirty million dollar deal, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think okay. I think the Patriots are gonna make one one last run. I, I'm predicting it right now. Tom I mean, Brady, Tom Brady retires after this next season. This will be his last. Him and Belichick right off into the sunset together. One last run. I see, I I can see that. So, yeah. I see that. But like I feel like with the Patriots, the issue with the Patriots is that. It it showed a little bit last year, yeah. even though they started off undefeated. Yeah, their offense is kind of on a decline. Yeah, that's, that's and exactly. It's I don't know. Last chance, like you know, it's just. I don't know that Tom Bra- keeping Tom Brady is the answer to. Go to they might go down shooting. What else? What else would they do? I you know you see who you can get in the draft. I mean yeah, but they have they have a decent draft spot mm-hmm. at uh what is it I think twenty six. Okay, yeah, something like that. Something like that. It's in not, the, in the it's 20s. Not, it's not too late, but not too early, you know. They, could, mean, they can get they, some good rotational they, pieces. They could like get a, a quarterback that slides down to them, like a just, uh, Justin Herbert's not going to fall that far. But, you know, you know they could get a, yeah. a good quarterback prospect. And but it's like, are all those options better than just riding it out with Brady one more season? Because end of the day, like, I they're feel the Patriots. Like, end of the day, you know. I feel, like, I feel like it could be, you know. Yeah. I feel like if they change their offense a little bit to fit a, a new quarterback in yeah. their system, it could be it could be a different story. Yeah. But um, we'll see. AFC West Chiefs, of course. Uh, we don't really have to get into why that. I think mm-hmm. that uh, AFC North Ravens, of course. The Steelers, the Steelers are. are I'll, I'll I'll put them. I'll slot them in as a close second. But I think Ravens. I don't know, man. The Ravens, they were a hot team. Yeah, they won yeah. twelve straight. Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't, I don't know how you could top that. I mean, I mean, okay. As a steel, as a Steelers team, who I think close second, close second. I f- I feel like okay, they might be close, but I don't yeah. know. After that, I don't know. I don't know what the Browns. Are also, doing. what are the Bengals doing? Well, we'll see if they draft. You know, drafting Joe Burrow number one overall. I think that's what they're doing. Uh, all right. Uh, AFC South. Um, I'm gonna go Titans for for the AFC South. Okay. That's Just reasonable. because I'm a Tannehill stand. 
I think Dolphins legend. As long as they as long as they play well, yeah. you know. Yeah. As long as Tannehill keeps playing well, they keep Tannehill around, you know, they could they could yeah. very much win I if think, they have a chance. Yeah, I think the AFC South is a really open it's gonna be really open next year. I think I, I think the only team that doesn't have a chance is the Jaguars, Jaguars at the moment because yeah. they don't know what their quarterback situation yeah. is like. But they might they might you I know, mean figure something out there. It, it's one of those things where it's like Nick Fole, Nick Foles plays one the first week. And then he breaks gets, his collarbone. Yeah, yeah. Then you have Minshew Madness come in, yeah. but then he plays like trash for a yeah. little bit. Foles comes back, and it's just he's not as yeah, he's not as of, a, not as good of, as advertised. A lot of inconsistency and uncertainty with that team. And then they they lost their franchise player Jalen Ramsey yeah. to the Rams. To the Rams, yeah. So I I don't know what the what that know. team looks like. I think they'll be better than people think they'll be. They're not gonna be good, but I think they'll be better than expected. I'll I'll say that right there. I think I think they win like seven, eight games. I think on the I'll, AFC side, and yeah. we're gonna talk about this in next week's episode yeah. a little bit, but a little bit in, in more in depth. But uh-huh. I think that teams to watch on the AFC side in the off season, the Jaguars mm-hmm. and the Raiders. Oh. Right. Because I wanna see what the Raiders do. Yeah. With the move to Las Vegas. And what they do with the rest of that team. A lot of people are saying get rid of Derek Carr, but we'll talk we'll about talk that. about that. As far as the NFC, um, basically I, I agree with everything. I got the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the 49ers, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, Packers, Vikings. Uh, I'll go Vikings. I'll I'll, okay. I'll agree with you with that. Um, hmm. NFC South. It's like I'll go Falcons for NFC South actually. Okay. I'll go Falcons. Just, just, just cause. Why not? Just for fun. Let's see, see if Falcons get it. I mean, cause the Saints is like they they were thirteen. They they were really good last year. They were really but good. Even even without Breeze, they were yeah. really good. But you, I just don't, I just don't see it this year. I just don't see it this year. I think that with the Saints, the big issue for them is getting that two headed monster in yeah. the backfield back on track. Yeah. Because you need somebody alongside Kamara yeah. to run the power power runs. Yeah. And there were there were a couple flashes from Latavius Murray, but it's like, what, but he's what, what not. Can, what kind of flash do? He's know? not the same running back that not, Mark Ingram is. Yeah, he's not. It's just not. I you think know? they're a team. We have to watch what they do in the draft and free agency. Yeah. I think if they make the, make certain moves, they can certainly be up. Like because with the Saints, the Saints, Mark Ingram was a power downhill power runner. Yeah. Uh, Latavius Murray is a one I, cut I, back. Yeah, just the offense is just not. He make it's not the same without Mark it's Ingram. It's not the same. But yeah. you know, I feel like depending on who they draft, depending on who they get in free agency, I feel like they will. This will be their. This could be their year. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's 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 that basically. We'll Very um, interesting to see what happens as far as next season. So what's next? Uh, next up, actually, we're gonna take a little break. We'll, we'll when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about the NBA. You know, trade deadline, a little bit about play- playoff predictions. You know, it's a couple months away. Yeah. Um. And we're also going to talk about the MLB, the crazy MLB offseason oh. that's, that's been that started happening. Mookie bets. Mookie bets. Mm-hmm. So when, so in that moment, uh, you know, just listen to the song from. Hold on, just want to make sure I get my sources right and all. Get the that. sources right. We're a credible source. You know, you just have to use our platform responsibly. So allow us to do that for the next few moments. Okay. Uh, listen to this song called Play Something Oh, from A Day. I love playing things. All right, and we'll be back. Not playing. You attention, I'm not paying. Not laying. It's not you, I'm just not staying. 
Not saying, niggas telling they Goku. Me, I'm Piccolo, I get to my green through this Pro Tools. This a whole fool's musical, fool for your thoughts. Never take the main of McDonald's, that's fool for your thoughts. Now I drop jams on them, I was moving them blocks. You couldn't style Pete if you was in a group with the locks. Fly nigga, know the Molly, what we do in the shop. You niggas got no taste, yo, I could tell when you get the eyes. I'm in the Uber playing loot, the loot is never too much. Not from the V, but all of the niggas you see with me is too up and too down to ride for me. Me, I'm down to die for them. Time to text niggas, I'm in my W9 form. Niggas trying to ride for them. Me, I want some real estate. Spend my summertime for them. Still ain't hit a real estate. Maryland, I've been the great. Ask the hoes, I've been the bait. What you hear is what you get. Nothing to authenticate. Finish with that in the state. It's overnight flights now. Seen every movie on the plane like twice now. I swear, my days they be dim. The nights when my lights on. Really out here though. Your life's in your iPhone. Howard homecoming, I was out with four youngins. No ID, no nothing. Still at every show, jumping in my city. Get respect. Out of that, you get respect. No, out of rapping, yeah, that's cool. But you was never on the set. I was really in the street. Made a name at the open mic. Pure and indulge, nigga, duh, this wasn't overnight. Looking for a come up, I can show you what this shoulder like. Cold as ice, and your best coat won't suffice. What I got is not enough, but to these niggas a lot. They come to me with hands out, they leave with feet to a rock. Now kick that, yeah, known to hit back hours later. Been trying to hit the top of the tower, I'm out cater. Top of the total pole, ain't copping, I know the code. Get popping and feed the family, keep this shit bro to Keep your soul with you if you believe it, then go for broke. Ten toes to the cock and squeeze it and blow the foe. Bang. Alright, welcome back to UA Overtime. When we left off, we said we were going to talk about the NBA trade de- trade deadline, and let's get into it. A lot of fun stuff happened. A lot, a lot, a lot of things went down. A lot of teams are still trash. <laughs> Some teams are less trash than before. So, and a, lot, like a lot of teams are maintaining the same level of. Uh, I don't know. Some teams didn't really made lateral moves at best. I, I feel like say. I feel like this this year's trade deadline was a little interesting. Not in the sense that you know big name, really big names going it anywhere, making off, teams yeah. extremely better. It started off kind of slow, but it kind of built up towards the end for some but pretty big. I think I think there were some really interesting moves, and the first move I want to talk about is uh, Andrew Wiggins going to the Warriors. Yes. In exchange for D'Angelo Russell. Yes, that was that was probably. That was the that was the trade of the deadline, right? I saying? think I I think so. I think either that one or oh, they, they the Rockets out. Rockets oh, trading okay. Clint Capella. Right. Um, yeah. Um, I I'd like, say I like I like this trade. Yeah. Because it it gives D'Lo a fresh start. It gives him another one his fourth fresh start. Right? Uh, not really. Yeah. Like, I don't. I wouldn't say the Warriors were technically a fresh start. I mean, it, it was. Kind I mean, of, well, because like, I feel like I feel like a lot of people knew at the beginning of the year that they were gonna trade him away. No, no. Some people thought they were gonna keep him until he could play with Curry and Clay and Draymond. I mean, st- st- but there's Steve obviously Kerr, yeah, there's there, something there's, that the Warriors didn't like about him, and he's like, you know what? You'd rather have Andrew Wiggins. Steve so. Kerr. Steve Kerr said that he, he he felt like they weren't he wasn't going to fit in their offense. He I felt mean, like D'Lo wasn't gonna fit in their offense. He wasn't because yeah, you can't really run three guards. Well, the Rockets are running a bunch. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that a little bit. Later, later, but, but. I, mean, I feel like it's. Yeah. I feel like the way D'Lo plays, he it, doesn't play well in a three. He has set. to. He has to hold the ball. He yeah. has to have the ball in his hands, and, and he doesn't play defense. So yeah, and you already have a guard, an, a point guard that is a little, a, a little iffy on defense. Yeah, like Steph is a smart defender, but yeah. he's not the greatest defender. Okay. Yeah, and then you know, you're that forces all the defense onto Clay and yeah. Draymond. 
So mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it's a good trade for them. Um, gives them a little bit of length on defense. Yeah. Uh, gives them another scorer yeah. at the three spot mm-hmm. instead of you know having Alec Burks or Glenn Robinson mm-hmm. in the third, who they also traded away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this trade is interesting because just from the pers- perspective of like why the Timberwolves did this and not like really. Cause like I feel like they didn't do this trade to get better. Okay? I don't think they, I don't think they're gonna be any better with D'Angelo Russell. I just think that they did it to placate Carl Anthony Towns just to make him happy just for the time being. Because we were hearing things about him being a little dissatisfied with the organization, with or or just with how things were going. You know, he was kind of he was crying. Well, well, oh, we can't win. Uh, he does, even though he doesn't play defense. And um, I mean. But so I guess I, I'm happy for Carl Anthony Towns that he gets to play with his best friend and win 20 games a year. I mean, so I think I feel cool. like I feel like they could get better in the draft. Um, yeah, I feel like yeah, D'Angelo yeah. Russell and Cat are mm-hmm. two pieces. They just need extra. They pieces. They just need a lot more pieces around them. Basically. I don't. I don't want to say a lot more. I feel like they need you know a, they need a good three. They need a good scoring but, three. But they traded. They traded one of those pieces, Robert Covington. That's and we're gonna get to that. I think Robert Covington would have been a great fit with. D'Lo and Towns, you know? So that's uh, that's why I'm kind of looking at this trade deadline for the Wolves, and it's just like, what were you really trying to do? Because yeah. if you were trying to win, you would have kept Covington. Because imagine D'Lo and then, then and D'Lo, then Cat, a and then a 3 and D yeah, player in Covington. That would have been, that, that that been, been something. Better, yeah. And then maybe you could have made a playoff run, even though they're like, four, they're like bottom of the West. Yeah, but it's like, you know, they could have made, at least for next year, you could have made some kind of run. So... So now I'm kind of questioning like what the motives were, like what the motivation behind this trade was. Um, uh, for the Warriors, I think it's interesting that they that they got Andrew Wiggins out of it. We'll we'll see how he plays. I'm, I like I like. Wiggins. I know I know that recently he made his debut for the Warriors and yeah. he played very well. He's, he's playing he played well. well. Yeah. I mean I think that not not to say that he's on KD's level at all. No, he, he'll, but he'll he, never be that. He fills course. that KD role. Yeah, just someone who can like shoot the ball, who pit, puts. Like, like ball, he puts points on the board basically. He's that guy. Job. He's that guy that can play, that yeah. can shoot from any level, yeah. and maybe not efficiently, but you know, whatever. We'll see if he does it efficiently. He I think. I think will. he might. I think he will. And I think he plays. He plays defense to a, mm-hmm. a decent, decent enough level yeah. where he's not a not a liability yeah. defensively. Yeah. I like it because like he brings a youth. It's youth because the Warriors they're a lot older than older than, than we think they are. Like yeah, like Steph's in his tenth year. Like Steph's, Steph's in his tenth year now. Clay's getting up. Clay, Clay's in his ninth year. Dre plays like he's thirty five sometimes. So it's like and Wig is what like twenty four, twenty five. Like he he brings injects some youth and the athleticism into that lineup, which I think was really needed. So I think I'm excited to see him. Like this, I'm not really gonna judge him off of how he I does think, this year because it's not about that. Of course, I think it's that about next year. So I, I, I want to see how that how that works out. So to go off of that a little bit, I uh, the Warriors got five second round picks. A lot of picks. Five second which round. These picks. days you can do a lot with second round picks. So um, yeah. I think, they, I think they got the Minnesota's 2021st pick, right? Next year. I think so. For, yeah, so that's a lot right there. They're, they're going to be a problem next year. Yeah, and Minnesota's probably going to suck next year, too. So it's like, that, that pick might be. And plus, they're doing bad this year, so they might get a top five pick. So the, the, a lot the of, Warriors could uh, be a problem a next of, year. Yeah, again, again. They gave us one year just to chill. Like, yeah. Nah, we're going to come back. So. And especially you get Steph and Clay back healthy. You yeah. Know, I, Steph, I think, that's been. He's been healthy for like three nah, months he, now. He's not healthy. Yes, he, he has to go surgery. Head. He has to go surgery again. Oh, 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 surgery. I, I follow. The, I'm a Warriors fan. I follow okay. the Warriors. He All has right. to go through surgery again. Oh, again. Okay. He might be coming back. Is, next that, month. is that what they call it? All right. All right. It's. I'm. Okay. You could you could be skeptical he's, all you want. He's been healthy this whole season. He's, he's just been not, chilling. He's, not he's been perfectly fine. I think he's fine. No. 
Uh, yeah, so I guess shout out to the Warriors. So uh, as mentioned before, um, Robert Covington. Um, yeah, he he's he's a rocket now, mm-hmm. and we've been seeing the rocket kind of move towards this new play style. I feel like the rocket just keep trying to like they're, push they're, the game forward. They're pulling. They're, they're pushing it. They're pulling a little bit of small ball. It's a small ball a little lineup. Bit. It's, it's 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 a small, small. It's a small ball I lineup. I think that I saw, yeah. D'Antoni ran in mm-hmm. Phoenix. I think I saw a stat that the, the, that they're like one of the smallest lineups ever, like ever in the history of basketball, like a really small lineup. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know how that's gonna work out for them. Um, we're gonna talk um, about it in a, here in a I couple think, minutes. I think if is what if they shoot well, which the, we know they shoot a lot, so it's not you know, far you off put that up, they you shoot put, well. You put up enough shots, you shoot well. If they shoot well, sure, why not? But it's like in the playoffs, it's not gonna work. But it's like, how far were they gonna get in the playoffs anyways? You know? Yeah. So I feel like the, I don't think they really got better or worse. I think they're just trying something new because it's like they weren't beating any of the top playoff teams anyway. So it's like I don't think they're really gonna do I, any I, worse. I don't know how much how much Harden shooting thirty percent and then Russ. I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about Harden. Russ really, shooting twenty five. I'm really worried about Harden because it's like I sometimes you just watch him and it's just like this man is just like dead. I, by the time players come around, I'm, I'm worried. That but I mean, he does it to himself, though. He shoots a lot. Like it's he hard does, it, to he shoot. does it. He does it to himself. It's he hard runs. to dribble for 30 seconds and then shoot tw- 26 times a game. It, you know, he, it's hard. It's he's, a lot. He reminds me of ISO Joe Johnson. Oh yeah, like on crack. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, the the problem with Harden and I watched it in it's, last it's year's playoffs. Yeah, is that he tends. Tends to have these stretches where he just doesn't shoot well. Yeah. But he still demands the ball. Because he has to. Like, what what else is he going to do? I mean, you know? but but there's other ways you can play that offense. How? There's definitely they other live, ways. They literally they live and die by the three. Like, that's how. That's yeah, but you have other three-point shooters on that team. Like who? You have Eric Gordon. You have Austin I mean, Rivers. Okay, but you can't play all those. Well, I guess now, now they can. Sure. Last year, last year yeah. they had Chris Paul. Like, you like, know, it's like. How, can you really trust Austin Rivers? I mean, Austin Rivers is good. I like Austin Rivers. But it's like, can you really trust him to make five threes a game? I mean, he's done it. I mean, yeah, sure, but it's I like. Think I, but I think that you don't always have to live and die by Harden's three ball. Yeah. I just feel like. Because this, that yeah. that's going to make that. You're going to lose more games like that yeah. than you are going to win. Yeah. I, I'm thinking for the Rockets, I was really hoping that they were going to try to get to more depth. That's what I really wanted them to do because I feel like just like look at their lineup. They're like they're running like they're running like a seven man lineup. It's a really short lineup. So you're running a really short lineup like minutes wise, like in terms of who you're playing and short in terms of height too. So now you're you're making the players exert more energy trying to box out. I think they played a game against um, the Jazz recently against Rudy Gobert, and we saw how they were like. They were like just to box them out. They had to put four bodies on Rudy Gobert just to box them out. Yeah, I don't know how that. I don't know how it's gonna translate to playoff time. I don't think it's gonna yeah. translate well. But we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, next, I want to talk about the Grizzlies getting Justice Winslow and Dion Waiters. Yes. For Andre Iguodala. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I think that the Grizzlies are creating a young core mm-hmm. around John Morant and Jared Jackson. Yeah. I think this is. I think they get. I think they get rid of. They shed the dead weight of Dion Waiters yeah. a little bit. I don't even think they give him a chance, because um, I don't think they need him. What is Dion Waiters is just eating edibles nowadays. Like I think it? I think, but I think Justice Win- Justice Winslow is definitely a good piece for them. It's definitely yeah. a good pickup. Sure. You know, defensive player. Yeah, why not? It's a good. He's he's a guy. He's someone who could play. Maybe contribute something to a playoff team. They might be a playoff team. They so. they could be a playoff team this year. They could well, be the AFC. I'm, um, I'm okay with it. Sure. I'm getting rid of Iguodala, who's who's kind of becoming a little cancerish. 
you know. I mean, he, he was, he was, he was, yeah. he was talking a lot. He was doing, the, he was doing a lot. The young play, the young players weren't too fond of him. Like, they didn't want, they yeah. didn't want him there because he didn't want to play with them. But I mean, when you, when you're around, you know, guys that you've been around for yeah. five years, it gets, it, it's sometimes like that. You know what I yeah. mean? When you're around vets and not a lot of young players, yeah, nice about young players. I can, s- I can see why he yeah. would, why he, why Iggy would react yeah. like that. But you know, th- yeah. I mean, I, I I suppose, but at the end of the day, like he's supposed to be a bet. Bets are supposed to be professional, you know. Mm. I feel like he, his professionalism was a little bit off. I mean, I get it. You want to be on a contender, sure. I don't think that. Like, I don't think it was much as much as that he wanted to be on a contender. I feel like it was more of that he didn't end up on one. But okay, we'll get into that. <laughs> I mean, they're AC. They they, oh. they they they're well. They're building. Yeah. They're building. Yeah. The West is a little tough, but they're building. Of course, yeah. Um, I don't, so. I don't know that as much as that he wanted to be on a contender. I feel like it was I, more yeah, of he that. Did. He did, because he wanted to be on the Lakers or the or the Clippers or something like that. I feel like it was more of that, like he just wanted to go somewhere where he didn't want to be Memphis. They had guys that were, you know, used to it. Used. Okay. They had guys that were used to the All to right. the way an NBC NBA season works and used to. The great and grind, the grind of, it. of the season. Yeah, and I feel like he just wasn't feeling that from John Moran or Jaron Jackson. Yeah, Brandon Clark. What those guys are really competitive. So it's they're like competitive, but you know they don't they don't exactly know how how a season flows yet. I you mean, know, yeah, that's it's point. only it's only Jaron Jackson only been in the league for what two three years yeah. now. It's, it's, I mean, all right, so yeah, he's, he's got time. You right. know, so Iguodala ends up going to the Heat, playing with Jimmy Butler now, who I guess is like that type of per, type of caliber player who like knows how the season goes. I'd say so. Yeah, but I feel like I don't know why the Heat make this trade. I mean, I can see why they make it, but it's I feel like, like I feel like to them they're not winning anything. So it's like, to all them, right, cool. And plus, they're gonna they're gonna give him a fifteen million dollar contract at the end of the season. So it's like, I mean, I guess the thing is with the Heat, they keep they keep making these mid level moves that like they don't need anyone else. But it's like they're not winning. They're just not win- these How days. Do you, you need you need two superstars. You need not, a, not you exactly. need a lot. You need a lot to not, win nowadays. Not exactly. Yes, you do. Look, so, at, look at the Raptors last year. They, okay, but that was they just a, had Kawhi. That was a freak accident. Three three of the Warriors, but like, Clay got injured, KD got injured. Like, that was a freak accident. If KD, if everyone was healthy, Warriors win that game. But, but it's not a what if. It's not a what if situation. Yes, I, know, I know, but, but, but like, still, like you need like superstar players. End of the day, right? Kawhi's a superstar, right? I'd, you okay. Need, you need superstar. I'd Jimmy say that Butler's not a superstar. You say that, but I'd say he's that Jimmy not. Butler is a superstar. Why is he a superstar? He's been in the playoffs. Every year he's been in the league. Really? Yes. No. Okay. Make it, so get into the playoffs is a, is a superstar thing. That, that that makes him a superstar. Is it? Is it not? That you need more. Get, what, what more do you need? Conference finals. I need some conference finals. I need some like big performances in the playoffs. Like he's just not. He just doesn't do it for me. He just doesn't do it for me. Like superstar. So he's telling. So you're telling me Jimmy Butler is on the same level. Not even. Not even better. But like on the same level as like as, as a Giannis or a LeBron. What has Giannis done in the playoffs? Yeah, Giannis got, got. What do you mean? Got what the conference finals, what and then got mean? destroyed in the conference finals. I mean, uh, what has Giannis done in the playoffs? Giannis is the MVP. We've seen him be in the playoffs for one year. Nah, no, he's been in the playoffs before that too. No, but he's done more than he gotten farther than Jimmy Butler ever has, honestly. And, and Giannis is the MVP. Come on, don't do that. Giannis is the MVP. I'm not saying Giannis is a like, superstar, but like, you can't you can't just base that off. Like, so a superstar has to make the has to get his team to the conference finals. Has to win an MVP. He has to he has to be like a top five player. That's a, that's a superstar to me. Top five, top ten. There's only a few superstars in the league. Jimmy Butler is not one of them. So Jimmy Butler is not a top ten player in the league. No, no. Not even low top ten. No. So who do you have above him? Okay, let's. You want to do this? Okay. Uh, just just 
just 10. I'm going to just need 10 players. No particular order. LeBron, AD, Giannis. Those are. Do, are we counting players who are playing this season? Let's just count this season. Let's not even count Curry in them because he's no, not. No, just in the league in general. Just in the league? Okay, so Curry, that's four right there already. So you have. Not, okay, so LeBron, Curry, KD, Giannis. That's four right there. Um, James Harden, that's five right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, after that, Jokic is a superstar to be. Mm. He's a superstar to be. Jim okay. Uh, okay. Jokic is a superstar. Interesting. He's, he's a Continue. superstar. Um, after that, Damian Lillard is a superstar. Yes. Um, after that, we have. Um, I think it, you could put. Jo- I don't know if it's, I don't want to put Joel in there yet or or Simmons. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, so you put me on the spot. There's some, mm. who is it? Who is it? There's some other players I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we say Westbrook's a superstar. Mm. I would say Westbrook's a superstar, honestly. I don't, I don't know if two first round exits get you a superstar. Yes, he's the MVP. MVPs are MVPs are superstars. <laughs> but like MVPs are superstars. But when you're the only good player uh, on your team, you're you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. So that's those are what. So okay. So even without Westbrook, that's seven superstars right there. So that's seven superstars right there. Okay. Jimmy Butler is probably like. I say fifteen. No, nah, I say Jimmy Butler is like nine or ten. Why? For what? Like, what, what does Jimmy Butler do that the other players don't do? Like, what does he do? He's a closer. He no, plays. He's not. Yes, he is. Look at his stats. His stats are. What do you mean? Look at his atrocious. Sta- okay. His shooting number. Look at his shooting numbers. All right. Look at his shooting numbers. They're horrible. Look at like look at the numbers. Jimmy Butler is not playing that well. It's just the Heat are doing really well, so it looks so it looks mm-hmm. good. But Jimmy Butler is not really having mm-hmm. a good season right now. Mm-hmm. Look look at look at the stats. Mm-hmm. Look at the stats. Forty-five percent. Go to ba- basketball reference. Go to basketball reference. Why do I have to go to basketball reference? Because right those are the stats. Look at the stats. He's not. He's not playing that well. Okay. Shooting forty-five percent. What, what, what's he shooting from three? He might be shooting twenty-four percent. Twenty-four percent. But but twenty-four percent from three as a shooting guard in twenty twenty. Forty-five percent from the That's field. That's not that good. Forty-five <laughs> percent is not that good. Okay. For Jimmy, but like twenty points. Twenty points a game. There's like 30 players averaging 20 this year. You can look that up. There's like 30 players averaging 20. Every team, every team has a 20 point score essentially. Every team. So it's like, and his defense isn't as good as it used to be either. People, he's he has the reputation, but he's not as good defensively as he once was. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's that. That's, that's that about that trade. Any other trades right. we need to talk about? Um. The Heat are still not gonna be that good. That that's what I get, uh, can take from that. Don't think that's true, but okay. Uh, so any other any other trades? Um, Andre Drummond got traded to the Cavs. Who cares? Who, who cares? I don't care. Tristan Thompson is hitting three. No. Tristan Thompson is like I don't know what they're doing with. The, I don't know what the Cavs. I don't know. Tristan, <sighs> Tristan Thompson might have played. I feel like I Andre Drummond. He's okay. He, got like the him. Odell treatment. Yeah. He got I, sent to Cleveland to go die. Yeah, I like I like I think a drummer, I think if he, if he was like a, if he was getting paid like like ten million a year, every team would want him. But it's just the contract is just too large. Like like you can't give Drummond twenty seven million. I feel like he deserves it though. But it's like if you're trying to build a team, he can't be the best player on a championship team though. When you're your, when when he, I feel like it's he just that people people player. are stuck in the ways that like, people are stuck in the sense that like your five spot 
has to be a stretch. No, and that's oh, not no, exactly that's not true. true. Look at the Warriors. The Warriors never really played with a like. Look at look when when the Warriors first started winning championships. They had Bogut playing the five. Like it's they had it, Zaza need, playing the five. You need like, you one don't need through, that. one through four need to be able yeah, to stretch. Yeah, sure. Drummond Drummond could he could he could play on a championship team. He just can't be. It's just it's just the money. It's just the I money. Don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think don't. if he was a ten million, if he was, if he wanted ten million a year, every team would, would give that to him. Instantly. The Pistons, the Pistons, kind of gutted their team a little bit. They should have gutted know. their team like three years ago. The Pistons aren't going anywhere. Uh, they, I don't know why they traded for Blake. That was that was ridiculous. Blake is I don't know. Blake's about to retire. He got them to the playoffs. Yeah, eight seed, and then he missed like. Like what? He had a knee injury. I mean, he he played he played as but, well but, as he could on a bad kn- knee. But you knew Blake was injured, so I'm saying, why would you trade for him? You knew he you knew he had a bad injury history, I mean, so it's I, like, I what do you what what you really expect? So but trading away Drummond was was not. I feel like they should have they should have they should have they should have tore everything down like two three years ago. I think it's too late now. It's like all right, whatever, cool. All right, so end of the day, Drummond's on the Cavs now. Cool. So anything else? I Any other trades? Nah, that's, yeah. that's all I gotta talk about. So, uh, so playoff, playoff prediction. Yeah, so how do you we think? Yeah. Next. I mean, I think it's the same, same contenders. I don't think any team became a contender over the over the tr- course of the trade deadline. I think the Bucks still got it, honestly. Um, Bucks beat whoever. I don't think that's true, but okay. I think it's true. I don't. I don't. Um, I think you 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 put way too much in the stake of Giannis. I, I believe I think, in Giannis. I think Giannis is not coming I, to lose. I think he's just not losing. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't want to, but that doesn't mean he is. No he isn't. He's just not gonna lose. Because like I I think that you still have to look at the West. The West. The teams in the West like, are better than are they, every single team in the East. Are they? Yes. But are the Lakers really that good? Yes. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't? I don't. The Lakers don't, are that good. The Clippers are that good. I don't good. believe in the Lakers, honestly. I just don't. I just. I just can't see them winning a championship. The La- the Clippers. I think they're a bit overrated, honestly. After watching them, I'm, I think the Clippers are overrated. I've they're, watched. They're Ka- too I've, inconsistent. I've watched Kawhi score thirty-one and a half. But okay, cool. But like game to game, like game to game, they're inconsistent. Like one game wait they'll until, play better, and then wait until the playoffs comes around. It's the regular season. Uh, yes, I I know that they're taking they're taking games off and stuff. I know that, but it's like all right, and the play. I mean, Paul George, just like we've seen him in the playoffs. I don't trust him in the playoffs either. I, I don't. He put up like five points in like an 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 elimination game last season. So it's like whatever. Paul George, Paul George, you know Paul George is very inconsistent. That's not. Um, Harold can't play defense. Lou Boyd can't play defense. Harold can't play defense. No, he can't. He can't play defense. He can't guard bigs. He can't guard bigs. What? He can't. He can't. No, he can't. He's horrible defensively. He's trash. That's. I'm so serious. He's, He's. Horrible. Okay. He's really bad. I don't know about that one. Yes, he is. He's really bad. Like, there's stats for this. Like, he's really bad defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lua, it's like, I just feel like they're very overrated because of who they have. They, like, they have, on paper, they're great, but it's like, I just don't know if they can pit it all together. And I think they needed that, they, they needed to get that playmaker or that, or, or just like a, a center, like a, like a starting caliber center. I feel like that's what they should have tried to do, but they didn't. So, I don't know. I think I think the Bucks got it. I, I think they have a system. They have an identity. I think Giannis is a dog. He's I don't not, think, he's I don't think Giannis in. takes them far enough. I think he does. I don't think so because think you does. have to have who's stopping him in the East to get into the. It doesn't. Finals. It doesn't matter about who's stopping him in the East. Look at the West. You have so. guys that can play defense on him. Ooh. Kawhi. We've Kawhi seen Kawhi can. shut him down for five uh, games. I mean, okay. But that was more of a team thing. It wasn't a team. So but Kawhi was playing defense on him. And now, straight and now up. Giannis knows what to expect this season. Okay. Yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I think the Bucks I beat know. everybody. I don't, I just, I don't that's think what that's I think. True. I, don't think, I think Bucks true. beat anybody I feel like five. I feel like it's – I feel like what I'm hearing right now is, like, bandwagon Bucks fan, like – I'm not even a Bucks fan. It's just, like, I but, just – 
I, I just think like, that they ha- they got it this year. I just don't see the Lakers. Do- I just because it's mm, like game know. to game to game. Like the Bucks just have it. I think they just, they just they're just they're in sync. It's a regular season though. We had we course, I yeah. haven't seen the Bucks look good game to game to game in the okay. playoffs. Yeah, I mean, okay, cool, but I, I just that's what I think personally. He, so you, who do you think is gonna take it this year? I, I think it's one of the West teams. I think it's either the Clippers or the Lakers. I, I have more faith in Denver than I do the Clippers or the Lakers. I don't have any faith in Denver because I, I, even I though Denver. they took Portland to what, I seven, Denver. but I like, think I think Denver's really good at surprising some teams this year. But like, I mean, like I wouldn't be surprised if you see like Denver in the conference finals. Like I they be surprised. they haven't they played a Portland team that you know was relying on. Damian Lillard yeah. and see them because that was like their, that was like one of the first times and that was like their first playoffs like as as for that team that was like the first playoffs and for them they beat the Spurs and even take it to seven like that's a, says a lot about them so, and this year Portland is not as good as they should be uh, yeah but there are better teams in the West who there are better teams in Portland in the West now who? like Utah they still have to play the Clippers and the Lakers Ooh. to get to the finals yeah. I, I I'm a big uh, yeah I mean there's Utah but like I don't. I don't know what you said. Conley's really, like, letting me down, so I don't know how far they'll get. I feel like they'll be cool, but it's like, I don't know. Houston, it's like, Jokic will destroy destroy Houston. I just I just don't know. I don't even care about Houston. Houston's not making it. Houston's anymore. not doing it. So I think the Bucks are going to take it, honestly. Uh, as far as, like, I don't know. I, I, I just think the Bucks are just going to take it. Um, as far as, I don't know. All right. Um, moving on. Yes. Uh... MLB offseason. Yeah, some very interesting things happened. It's a lot of interesting things. A lot of interesting things to talk about. Um, first off, Mookie Betts. Yes. And David Price mm-hmm. have been shipped out to the Dodgers. Yes. Uh, a lot of people saying the Dodgers are the new World Series favorites. Mm, probably, yeah. And I think that that I could I could believe that you know For with sure. the. With a lineup that has Mookie Betts and the reigning NL MVP in it, yeah, and Cody Bellinger, that's a little bit of an issue. And they have other guys around those two that can hit too. Um, oh, their rotation just got yeah. a little better. Mm-hmm. Wait, know? so so what, what was the official trade? Um, like, cause I know there were some other like, what was like the official official trade? So the official Mookie Betts trade is uh, Mookie Betts and David Price going to the Dodgers in exchange for Alex Verdugo, Jeter Downs, and Connor Wong. Um, okay, so basically they got they got a bunch of uh, young it's, it's players, prospects. Yeah, they got a couple. So prospects. basically they got a bunch of trash. Basically, I don't, so. don't want to say they're trash. <laughs> we don't know, you know, like it's Ooh, prospects. Young pros- with, with, uh, with, let me guess, a lot of potential, right? That doesn't mean that doesn't mean they're trash. Ooh, potential, you can't just outright say they're magical trash. potential. You can't just outright say that. I, I, I didn't say. Uh, well, okay. You did outright say well, that. Well, compared to compared to, what? compared to an a, I, I get it. Compared to an AL MVP and the, a Cy Young the winner, return, the return wasn't as good as you would think it would be. But, but I guess they're trying to get younger. As yeah, I guess right. I, I mean, they could be getting. They could be trying to get younger. They could okay. also, you know, I feel like Mookie might have wanted out. All right. I don't know. You know, I I don't know. What exactly? Okay. What exactly the issue the issue was on the inside? Um, All right. So basically, I think Boston is trying to just do a reset. I feel like maybe a little bit. I feel like okay. I, th- I think what it was is that they just wanted to clear up space, space. from Mookie's contract and from David okay. David Price's contract. Um, All right. But I think that the Dodgers definitely got better. Of course. <laughs> uh, they added another piece to the lineup. Yes. Like I said, get your get your bets in now. Um. You know their their rotations are gonna look really good. Yeah. With 
Kershaw, yeah. David Price, mm-hmm. Ryu. Yeah. I think that they're they're uh, gonna be a good team this year. I think that they, sure. they could easily be best team in the NL. Yeah, I mean, like the trade itself, like it's it just more of like why the, the yeah, motivation, as always, the motivation is not as far as like who actually got traded because yeah. we know we know what it is looking at it. But it's just kind of like hmm, an interesting direction that the that Boston that the Red Sox are looking to go in. Um, yeah, I mean, so I guess they, they, I, like they couldn't I, what, win. I'm, what I'm reading is is that they they did it because of the fact that they were going to be over a limit. Oh, yeah, over the cap. Yeah, over over CBT. Um, yeah. So I feel like it's just it was just because of financial problems. Like they wanted to clear up space. But I feel like the Red Sox. I feel like they've never been shy about spending money. That's why it's so puzzling to me. Because it's like, have they ever really been shy about spending money before? You know, but I guess they felt like they didn't they didn't have faith in, in Mookie anymore. So I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Or what maybe happens, may, maybe maybe it was the other way around. Maybe Mookie didn't have faith in the Red Sox anymore, and maybe it was mutual. We don't know. We'll see. We'll see um, what happens with that. I feel like I feel like the Dodgers are the new top dog in yeah. NL now. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, I think that with the, with the new playoff format, yeah. which we'll talk about next week in this episode, um, mm-hmm. is is gonna be interesting. All right. Um, the next. Uh, move I want to talk about is Jock Peterson was supposed to Ooh. was supposed to go to the Angels, but that trade yeah. fell through. Yeah. So now Jock Peterson stays on the Dodgers. Hmm. I'll switch a room. So I I think that this is this is interesting to me because Jock Peterson, Mike Trout, and Shohei Otani. Yeah. Would have pre- would have presented a very like interesting core for the yeah. Angels, and that it could have led to something. Mm-hmm. Something other than you know, mediocre yeah. for the Angels. Yeah, I feel like I feel like those three players are really good players, and I think that for sure, they it could have took them somewhere. Yeah, they could have went farther than than they are now. <laughs> yeah, just being the bottom of the division. Yeah, but you know, things happen, trades fall through. Do you know what like, what happened? Like what, what um, happened? I believe I. I don't. They just convinced them to stay. I think it was just like they couldn't get you know. They couldn't get it the right right the right uh, money or deal. Yeah, they couldn't get the right returns. Uh, I feel like I think that's what it was. Maybe the contracts. They didn't want to take the yeah something like that. They didn't want to take the contracts or something like that. Um, another trade, another not exactly trade. Sorry for the Angels. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about the Phillies signing Zach Wheeler. Oh, okay. If anyone's been watching the Mets, which is you know not a lot of people, I have not. But if anyone's been watching the Mets, you know that they have three good, really good pitchers. Had now. Three really good pitchers and Zach Wheeler, uh, Noah Syndergaard, and their ace, yeah. Jake Degrom. Um, I guess it was the end of his contract, and they just let him go. Um, I don't exactly know why they did it, mm-hmm. but he signs with the NL East rival Phillies. Because um, he hates he hates New York. I I I did see something interesting that uh, came up. Um, it was one of the Mets staffers, and they were saying that he. They basically cultivated Zach Wheeler for the better part of like two half years, okay, just for him to go and get a five million dollar, five year, one hundred eighteen million dollar contract on, on another team. Mm. So like I think. So so basically, they said that they did him dirty, basically. I think I think that he did them dirty. He, yeah, he did them. That's what I mean. I, yeah, I think like he did he, them dirty. I, I, it's interesting, but like, they did. like he had no loyalty, basically, essentially. Yeah, I I think that he could have stayed, and they would have been a good team. Yeah, but I, I just don't think he liked New York. I think that's what it was. But I will say that they the, the Mets did get a little better in the rotation with uh, the signing of Dylan Bet. Yeah. Ben 
Betances, I think mm-hmm. how you pronounce it. Betances. Yeah. Um, they did get a little better. That's he's a really good pitcher. Yeah. So he was he was playing well, uh, pitching very well for the Yankees. Um, and they needed a, a, a breath of fresh air in that bullpen. Yeah. Because they've had some issues in the past, and I think that Betances does it for them. Yeah. For yeah. Um, two last things I want to talk about are Nolan Arenado uh-huh. and Chris Bryant. Oh. Will either one of them be traded by the time spring training comes around? Oh, will both of them be? Ooh. Because Who I knows? think I don't know. I think that there's been a lot of rumors going around yeah. about Nolan Arenado and Chris Bryant. Yeah. And I think that it makes more sense for the Rockies to trade Nolan Arenado, yeah. Nolan Arenado because of the fact that he is a very very good talent on a team that. He's, going he's a talented player on a team that's going nowhere, so they should try to get rid of him now to get something in return. I think yeah. not even just to try and get something in return, but just to salvage his career. Yeah, because I don't. I feel like he doesn't want. He's like wasting his time. There yeah, basically. I feel like he's he doesn't want to stay on a team where he's essentially wasting his time. Yeah, and I think that they can get they can get some good pieces for him. Yeah. Um. As for Chris Bryant, I if. You're a Cubs fan. I feel like you don't want to see this trade happen ever because Chris Bryant and Javier Baez have been really he good. Is the, they are the Cubs. Really, really good for the Cubs. Yeah. And, That's their know, identity right there. Chris Chris Bryant's been had, had four good seasons with them. Yeah, but I had a good run. He had a good run. I mean, they won a World Series. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think that they should necessarily get rid of him. But do you but think they should like keep them and just give them like a legacy? Like you know. Like a legacy deal or something. I feel something, like it's you know? one of those things where it's like they keep. I mean, I Kevin, that championship meant, meant a lot because that was you know. You know, first we know, one. We know we know yeah. how big that was. So it's like, do you think they should just like reward them for the for history? Like I don't I don't know this to reward them for history. I think it's just like you know you keep them you ride, ride it out you ride, ride it out, it out, out, ride right. out their contracts and see what happens. Yeah. If I th- I think Chris Bryant and Javier Baez want yeah. to hit free agency instead of trading them. Yeah. All right. You know I, I think I that's think, fair. I don't think that's the way you sh- they should go about it, but. Yeah. If they do trade them, they're probably they're like same situation as Nolan Arenado. Yeah. You get good pieces from that from that trade. For sure. Um, I think that's about it. I mean, right. The Yankees signed Garrett Cole. Cool. Which is another good. I think it replaces CC in their rotation. Yeah. Um, the the White Sox signed Dallas Kukul and uh, Yasmani Grandal. I think that's that's good for the White Sox. It gives them a, a an ace. I like the White Sox. Yeah. Um, and a good catcher. Yeah. The the D backs got Madison Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. Gives them another ace, uh, another good arm in the rotation. Arm, yeah. Um. That's about it. I, yeah. I think that I think as we get a little closer to spring training yeah. and through spring training, MLB offseason hit up heat up a little more. For right sure. now, it's a little. You yeah. know, there's a couple moves that a couple are, things that are in there, but we'll we'll see when we get closer to spring training. All right, and I think that's all we have for today's episode. Yes. Um, if you enjoyed today's episode and you want to hear more from us, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. If you look up, if you search Albany Student Television, yeah. or search UA Overtime, um. 
this is gonna be a weekly show. We're gonna yes. try to keep it weekly. Yes. Also follow us at ATV Albany on Instagram. You know to get a, a lot of updates as far as what we're doing. You know if you guys enjoyed it, which I I know you enjoyed it because <laughs> you wouldn't be here if you didn't. So you you can admit it. It's fine. Yeah, you wouldn't be listening it's if you fine. didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So it's, I think yeah. I, I again, you know, follow us on everything. Yes. So please. you can stay up to date. Be a follower. Followers are good. <laughs> so you can stay up to date. So you can catch us when we post things. You know. Um. And that's signing off from us. I'm Quinn Walker. I'm Daquan Gordon. And we will see you next week.